All right, beautiful people. Let's chop it up a bit. It's week 11 in college football, and I'm ready to get into it. We had a big Thursday night. Uh, the party parlay hits. The exact scores I mentioned on the podcast hit. It's a great time to be alive. Uh, hopefully some of you caught that podcast yesterday, but I can't pat myself on the back too long because we've been a little cold in college football the past two weeks, okay? That being said, college football has been so much fun. I mean, last week I lose a heartbreaker in the Kansas State game. Literally didn't even care. The The game was so exciting, so much fun, and college football the rest of the day has been amazing. Uh, had been amazing last week, and this slate is shaping up to be similar here. We're going to talk through some of these games, but I got a couple random ones, a uh, couple random lines to just throw at you to start. So really my plan for this week in college football, looking at this slate, I'm probably going to, we're just going to keep these grease fire parlays going, these party parlays going. Again, I feel like that fits our brand the best, that fits the Galaxy Bun the best, so we're just going to keep jamming the parlays. Okay, so a couple random ones that I like before I get into some of these matchups that I just want to hit as one-offs because I usually don't like talking about these weird games because I like just talking through the most high-profile pro, uh, games for the podcast because I think that's more interesting for you guys. But I leave, And then I leave out these like random leans that I have, and those are usually the, better, the best bets. So this week we're going to mention them. One of those, Arkansas Moneyline. Minus 134 on FanDuel right now. They're at home against Auburn. This is basically a pick em. Again, the Arkansas money line, minus 134. I've had this like interest in Arkansas throughout the season. They've been banged up offensively, but now they get a big win against Florida. They are getting healthier on offense. Jefferson at quarterback, I, I really like him. And again, this is just a team that I've liked for a while who let me down what I bet on them like three weeks ago in that game that was like three like six to three or I don't know I just remember the YouTube comment when I rewatched it said this is the worst football game I've ever watched and it may have been but I think Arkansas is healthier now I think they can outscore our Auburn at home Auburn has been inconsistent all season I like Arkansas money line this Saturday the other random one that I like I'll mention here Navy Yes, Navy at home against UAB. UAB's run defense has been poor. They are not familiar with a triple option scheme like Navy uh, at Navy. So uh, I'm going to ride with uh, Navy Moneyline here, plus 114 against UAB. Uh, Trent Dilfer can piss off. I like uh, the midshipmen here. And another one I'm just going to mention real quick as a one-off before I get into some of these games is Ohio State first quarter minus 6.5. This is minus 160, but Ohio State on, for the full game is a 31.5-point favorite against Michigan State. And, um, you know, whenever you can get a line like 6.5 for a first quarter in a matchup like this or a first-half total, which is the same, which is minus 16, you know, under that key number of 17, first-half quarter or first quarter uh, line under that key number of 7, Whenever you get those in matchups like this, I think that's always good. Usually the books bump those over those key numbers like this. I do think this is a spot where Ohio State starts fast, uh, similar to the Western Kentucky game earlier in the season. Uh, Ohio State has struggled to start fast often this season, but night game in the horseshoe, uh, back at home, I think Ohio State 
starts fast. I'd like first quarter Ohio State minus six and a half. Uh, I think they get a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns, break this game, open against a very poor, poor Michigan State team who uh, Michigan State's team total in this one's like seven and a half. So, you know, they have one of the worst offenses maybe in the country. So Ohio State, I think, is going to start fast. I like that one. So there's three uh, picks right off the bat that I will have in probably a five-team parlay here. We'll put it together as we go along. But Arkansas, Navy, Ohio State, first quarter, minus six and a half. So let's get even greasier now. Let's get even greasier. Let's get into some of these uh, breakdowns for uh, the games because the bets are fine. You know, I'm just I'm just your average American citizen uh, putting together some greasy, greasy parlays. But let's talk through some of these matchups. Um, Michigan at Penn State, probably the biggest game of the weekend, I guess. Uh, Penn State plus four and a half, 45 and a half point over under noon kickoff. So, you know, a little tough for Penn State that this isn't a night game. Uh, still, they'll have the big home field advantage here. Now, this is what we need to understand about this one, Australia. This spread earlier in the week, or like, you know, the look ahead spread was seven and a half, Michigan minus seven and a half. This has come all the way down again, Penn State plus four and a half. Even though the majority of the money's on Michigan, like 70% of the money, the last time I checked on FanDuel, Michigan spread. Feels a little trappy, right? Feels like uh, Clemson, Notre Dame for last week, uh, from last weekend. So as I'm recording this Friday morning, there's all this chatter that Jim Harbaugh could get suspended. I don't, I, I, I don't care about any of this drama stuff. Literally, leave this to the college football fanatics, the people that basically drove me away from college football years ago. The same people who are like, "Well, this team hasn't played anyone. That team hasn't played anyone. This team hasn't played anyone. Why are they ranked ahead of it?" Like, I just don't care about these ESPN first take conversations and this drama around Michigan. I don't care if Harbaugh is suspended. I don't care. What I do care about is that I have, you know, just the way the bets are lining up here at Penn State, Michigan hasn't played anyone all season. Okay. They haven't played anyone. They haven't been tested. Penn State on their side of the ball. How does a man, how does a man watch that Penn State, Ohio State game, see how Drew Aller, Penn State's quarterback, played in that game and even consider betting on Penn State? Drew Aller wasn't bad. He wasn't bad in the Ohio State-Penn State game. He was horrendous. He literally could not throw an eight-yard crossing pattern to save his life. There was just no no chance of Penn State you know, doing anything effectively on offense in that game. So why would anyone want to take Penn State here? I don't really know. But Penn State's run defense has still been lights out. If they can stop the run against Michigan and get pressure on J.J. McCarthy, who historically randomly pops up, for uh, big turnover games. And it's weird because he's been beating up on all this bad competition. He has one of the best QBRs in the country. He seems like a very sound quarterback, but if you know the player and if you watch him historically, he will make mistakes in certain situations. Penn State, great against the run, like I said. They do have a pass rush. Just be careful here, guys, okay? I'm not plugging this in anywhere. What I'm I'm telling you is be careful careful because Penn State could find a way to win here if Michigan can't generate big plays and if their running backs don't break off big plays because they don't have the receivers that Ohio State has and that's how Ohio State broke that game up again open against Penn State obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. took over and Michigan doesn't have that type of player uh, on the perimeter 
So all I'm saying is just be very careful with this one. I'm not really touching it. Maybe the unders in play. But if I did, if I did have a lean, I, I, I'm sorry, JMO. I'm, I'm JMO's on Michigan. A lot of people are Michigan. I'm sorry. I would lean Penn State. I would just lean that somehow Penn State, whether it's special teams, whether it's turnovers, uh, I think Penn State could find a way to win. I'm not betting it because the flip side of that is Michigan's pissed off because everyone's calling them cheaters and uh, Connor Stallion starting uh, vacuum cleaning businesses and random houses. And Mich- like, if you didn't see that story, Google it. Shit's weird in Michigan. They that could galvanize them and uh, you know help them get a win at Penn State. But just weird how the money's coming in on this one. And I think historically, if you know J.J. McCarthy, Michigan's quarterback, you know that as much as everyone wants to say he is a very sound uh, and effective, efficient quarterback, there has been these moments where he uh, uh, plays poorly. So uh, just be careful with that one. Uh, I just wanted to talk through that one a little bit. Alabama at Kentucky. Let's mention this here. want to just call out uh, Alabama's 10.5-point favorite going to Kentucky. This is a noon kickoff, 465 point over under everybody is hammering alabama 89 percent of the money on the alabama spread after alabama uh, pulls away from lsu last week taking advantage of that depleted lsu defense late in the game alabama scores the final 21 points now what's interesting about this matchup is that yes alabama stock rising they're getting better and better since that texas game earlier in the season so credit there. Defensively, Alabama still great. Their defensive line, one of the best in the country. Defense overall, one of the best in the country. We talked last week about Alabama on offense. They want to run the ball and then go deep. Kentucky's actually pretty good, um, pretty good at limiting big plays. They're a physical team, but uh, you know maybe this one stays close for a little bit. I think Alabama's defense, like it did against Tennessee, if you watch that one, Alabama's defense got that uh, big turnover that changed that game. I think it could be the same thing here. I think Kentucky's quarterback, is he's inaccurate. He could be prone to turnovers as well. Uh, I don't, Again, I don't have a side on this one. I just wanted to at least acknowledge Alabama is coming on strong, and in the right matchups, they, you know, they could probably beat anyone in the country. So props to... Freaking Nick Saban for again, uh, you know, finding his team's identity and helping them play better. But everyone is pounding Alabama that ten and a half. So just from a betting standpoint, it's kind of hard to just jump on the Alabama wagon there with the, uh, you know, with ninety percent of the bets on the ten and a half. But Alabama historically has been really, really good. If you look at historical data, really good at covering these big spreads when they're a double-digit favorite. Uh, They have some crazy number of covering. So at least in that department, uh, the numbers look good for Alabama. 330 games here. Uh, A couple of these stand out. Uh, Here's the big one, folks. This is where I I don't know what the Galaxy Bun's doing, but Miami at Florida State, Florida State minus 13.5, 15.5 point over-under. 3.30 3.30 kickoff. Um, I kind of like the under. I kind of like Miami. Now, this is your risk tolerance. This is how you feel. You look into this game a little bit if you want. This is what I'll tell you, okay? Maybe you do the alt line Miami plus 14.5 if you want to be with the bun on this one. But I think there's a chance here. I think Florida State 
has shown some vulnerabilities throughout the season. They kind of just randomly, uh, you know, they let up at some spots. They're banged up in the receiver core. I think Keon Coleman's coming back, their stud wide receiver, who may be second, third best wide receiver in the country. Um, you know, however you want to line him up. The dude is incredible. They need him back. Um, that giant ass, other giant ass wide receiver they have, he's supposed to be back as well. Is it Johnny Wilson? I believe his name. He's like six seven. That kid, um, he might be back as well. And then a couple other of the receivers were hurt too. So monitor that. Uh, you know, well, try to with again college football injuries, biggest pet peeve in the world. You never know who the hell is going to play or how much. But you know, Florida State receivers at least a little banged up coming into this one. Again, this is at Florida State, but Miami, obviously, you know, they're not traveling far. They're in Florida. Rivalry game. Miami, their season's already been basically gone. They've lost three games. Very inconsistent team, Miami, again. But like, uh, you know, like I'm going to talk about with Ole Miss, I, I like trying to bet on these volatile teams. And in a rival matchup against Florida State, I just have this feeling Miami's going to play well. Their quarterback, Van Dyke, has been terrible in the past few weeks, and now there's even talk about them potentially playing this freshman. But I'm not even that worried about the quarterback situation. I think that Miami could um, run the ball pretty well here. If they do play well, like I'm, I think they could in my mind, it's through the run game and stopping Florida State's uh, rushing attack and kind of being the more physical team, being more up for this game. So... Uh, I, you know, in this main parlay, the one I mentioned with Arkansas Navy, Ohio State first quarter, um, I would just do like Miami plus 14 and a half alt line, get it over that two touchdown number. But I will be playing. Maybe it's a three team parlay. I will be getting extra greasy and putting Florida money line in some type of parlay this weekend. Again, I'll post that on the FU Instagram account, whatever I go with. But I am just taking a shot on the Hur- on the Miami Hurricanes here in a rivalry game. I just feel like Florida, you know, this is more just like a gut feel. I feel like Florida State could, in one of these weeks, uh, slip up and ruin, potentially ruin their college football playoff chances. Florida State is the best odds to make the college football playoff right now because, you know, there's no one, they have the easiest path to get there. So if they do slip up, I think it'd be this weekend in the rivalry spot at home. I just like taking a shot on the Hurricanes in that one. Uh, at least got to mention Rutgers at Iowa, 28-point over-under, lowest like ever, I believe. Um, I'm not touching this game. Again, this podcast is supposed to be a Big Ten focus to start the season. I just didn't want to do that to myself because of games like this. I think it's kind of funny, but uh, there's nothing to talk about. Just want to at least acknowledge you know, people who aren't that into college football there's a game this weekend with a 28-point over-under, which is like the lowest ever. Oh, God. Tennessee at Missouri. I wanted to mention this one, too, because this is one of those games that I'm just really excited to watch. Uh, Missouri at home coming off the Georgia loss. Again, I really like Missouri, but their slot receiver. Um, you need to monitor that. He's banged up. I don't know what his status is going to this one, Luther Burden, but they need him healthy for their passing attack so monitor that i kind of lean tennessee here i think their rushing attack is really really coming to life and uh again joe milton i think they're starting to shape that offense around him 
But uh, no hard lanes. I won't really be going through that one. But I do think uh, Tennessee's run game could be the difference in this game. And I, I wanted to at least call out uh, the burden injury for anyone looking to bet this one. Missouri's getting a point and a half at home. I, I've already seen a lot of sharp people on each side of this, people I respect on Tennessee, other people on Missouri. So very, very evenly bet te- uh, matchup here, uh, Tennessee at Missouri. But the burden injury... Missouri's best receiver. Please uh, look for updates on that uh, as we get closer to kickoff because that could be a big, big factor. Uh, Texas at TCU. This is a night game in TCU. Quinn Ewers, Michigan quarterback, is back. They desperately, desperately need him. If he was not returning to this one, I was going to flirt with a TCU money line bet. But if Quinn Ewers is playing, I hope that means he's really healthy because the backup there was absolutely horrendous. He did everything he could to blow that game last week. Kansas State actually dropped two easy interceptions that could have turned that game even more in their favor. But now Texas going back to Quinn Ewers. uh, In TCU night game, very tricky spot for Texas. TCU is getting 12.5 points, 54.5 over under. 84% of the bets right now on FanDuel are on Texas spread. So this line did move up. Uh, a little bit from 10.5 to 12.5 on the Quinn Ewers news. I do want to give Texas credit. I think they are a very complete team. We saw last week their defensive line is nasty. That sweat kid is an absolute stud on the defensive line. But, you know, just because Ewers is back and the defensive line is nasty in Texas, I think if TCU does have success, again, a a very inconsistent TCU team this year, if they do have success, um, it would be through the air. So potentially sneaky spot here. I'm staying away now that Ewers is back. I would have loved to get some TCU action uh, if Ewers was not playing just because how poorly the backup was playing. But uh, staying away from this one right now, I I don't think anyone's crazy, though. If someone told me they wanted to be on uh, TCU Saturday night, I do think that's kind of a fun spot to pick an upset because I do feel like there's going to be a couple huge upsets this weekend. I know people say that every weekend for college football, but I definitely think there's one or two this weekend. And it could be this next game I wanted to mention, Ole Miss at Georgia. Georgia minus 10.5, point over under. Night game in Georgia. So right now, pretty even bets, 60% of the bets on Georgia. Uh, what we need to know here is that uh, Ole Miss, their starting tackle Broke his foot, I believe, this week. He's, he's going to be missing this game. Could be out for an extended period. And Georgia's All-American linebacker fractured his forearm in last week's game. Kirby Smart had some weird comment about him potentially finding some inno- innovative way to play. I don't know what that means. It does not make me feel comfortable at all. But something to monitor as... Because uh, Georgia's going to need to stop Junkins. Uh, Ole Miss's stud running back there and... You know, Ole Miss, when they're hitting, they're, they are a very dangerous team, just wildly inconsistent. Again, like Miami, just wildly inconsistent, kind of in a different way. Um, and But I like stepping into that uncertainty from a betting perspective. I don't know exactly how I want to play this one yet, but I am very interested in Ole Miss. I think one interesting way to play it, if you want to, would just be you know, if you want get crazy, play Ole Miss money line. Georgia uh, at home. We talked before about sometimes they have these letdown spots at home. They don't usually cover at home. Um, but 
maybe Mississippi first quarter spread. Mississippi has started um, started games pretty hot at times this year, and I could see them offensively getting a hot start against Georgia, and maybe second half as we've seen Georgia do lately. You know, the rushing game takes over for Georgia, and they just out physical a team like Ole Miss, but. I could see Ole Miss starting off hot in this one. If you want to even just see uh, Ole Miss first quarter money line, that's plus 164 on Fandle right now. I don't think that is the worst bet in the world. You know, Jackson Dart at quarterback, uh, Judkins at running back. Ole Miss has the playmakers to uh, put up points against Georgia, which again, you know, we saw it last week with Georgia against Missouri. This Georgia defense isn't, you know, is not the Georgia defense from the past few years. Still solid defense, but losing uh, All-American linebacker potentially and uh, just what we've seen previously, I think Ole Miss, if they have one of their good days, uh, they have a uh, puncher's chance here to pull a pretty shocking upset in Georgia. But it is Lane Kiffin. He, uh, you know, making some headlines this week by basically calling some kid a bitch for not showing up to practice. So some things going there on the uh, off the field for Ole Miss, but just talent wise, I do think they could run the ball in Georgia and hit some big plays and make this one interesting uh, in Georgia. So if we plug some of these in, let's let's get a, a let's start a little grease fire here. Let's do Arkansas. Let's do Navy. Let's do Ohio State first quarter minus six and a half. Let's do Mississippi Ole Miss first quarter uh, money line. And uh, you know what? We're plugging in Florida, Miami. Uh, excuse me. We're going to plug in Miami money line over Florida State. We're doing it. That's plus four fifty for that one. So that five layer, folks. That five layer, ten dollars would pay eight seventy one. The parlay we mentioned yesterday that hit for Thursday night football was plus seventy five hundred. So this one's plus eighty seven hundred. That's as greasy as you can possibly get. Now, again, if uh, it, you know if you're not going to be able to shower at some time today and you don't want to get that greasy, maybe Miami alt spread plus fourteen and a half. I, that's that's really the responsible way to do it. I just think Miami kind of shows up for this one. I think Florida's kind of Florida State's kind of due for a letdown, and the way Miami lines up against Florida State. Um, you know, I think they could run the ball on them and generate enough offense to keep it close. But for this parlay, again, we're just uh, looking to have some fun here. Plug that one in. And, you know, of course, we got to look for the the parlay boosts uh, that FanDuel is offering. But that's the lay of the land that I'm looking at this week for college football. Another great slate lined up here again be careful on the Michigan bets guys I know Michigan is the superior team I know what I've seen from Penn State I I, I get it I get it all but it's just what you know sometimes you know any given Saturday shit happens and ve- this is one of those games that makes Vegas a lot of money just like the the Notre game Notre Dame game last week which absolutely crushed crushed the public so uh, good luck out there. I'll post final parlays to the FU Instagram account, and we'll be looking for some player props Sunday morning. Keep an eye out for the DFS podcast from Cash and Beaver. We'll have more coming soon. You are beautiful. Talk to you soon, Australia. You.